audio journal of Lawrence Abbott, entry number 299. I should have figured it'd be here, in O'Connor's office of all places, right under my nose the whole time. Gods, it's heavy and charred. Great, thank you to whoever retrieved it. Did Friday get her hands on it? It's got the the proper scarab on the cover and everything. It's practically gift-wrapped. Huh. No title on it. But the contents are sure to include something about this symbol. Yes, okay. Oh, this is the jackpot. A full catalog. The symbol burns away after each use. That's new. The cover is a bit tattered and looks to be a, a green canvas material. The scarab is embossed in gold. The pages themselves are in rough shape at best. The edges are burned and lightly stained with age. O'Connor is teaching at the moment. I'm practically behind his desk. I'm going to take it to a closet just to be safe. has the words Sapiriod on what might as well otherwise be the title page. And, oddly enough, the initials L-A. My initials. Surely that's a coincidence, isn't it? Have I read this before? It doesn't seem familiar. The catalog card on the inside says that the piece was acquired in the late 2010s in a rural area south of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Retrieved from one Rex Fielding. It mentions the damage was kept to a minimum thanks to a few of the staff at Downing Hill. Apparently the book aided in sealing an antique jar filled with nasty spirits and a few other things. Rex Fielding, however, was unlucky and sealed the jar incorrectly. A small mistake, it seems, but one that was detrimental to their home and a few of the neighbors' houses that were adjacent. Unfortunately, with the book being so old, there is no record of a date as to when it was written. The actual contents of what we'll call the Beetle Book, for my sake, contain the rights, context, and application of the scarab symbol. In my understanding, the symbol is mainly used for sealing vessels that are intended for a transformation at a later point. The vessel itself, with the symbol inscribed, acts as a metaphorical cocoon. It can catalyze, delay, or amp up an intended transformation. What transformation means in this context, I'm not entirely sure. It's referencing something I don't know. Like a cocoon, the symbol acts as an arcane barrier to natural elements aging and minor magical attacks. The Beetle Book cites this symbol being used for protecting multiple manuscripts and written histories that would have been found in the Library of Alexandria. This supports a long-standing theory of mine that the Library of Alexandria might have been a sister library to Downing Hill in terms of its contents. I don't see anything here about the symbol being placed on a, well, human vessel. Wait, someone's coming along. Uh Audio Journal of Lawrence Abbott, Archivist at Downing Hill Public Library. Entry number 300. I'm in the waiting room now, unfortunately. Finding yourself here is rarely a good thing. I don't think I'm about to get a promotion. 
though, with everything I've been looking into the past few weeks, and with my attention being rather divided, I can't say I didn't expect this eventually. My nerves are more racked than usual about it. I've been poking my nose in too many places, I guess. Probably should have been more careful. I don't suppose the hundreds of black beady bird eyes staring at me really help. The omen is laughing now. Stop it. I don't like being watched. I'm not giving any of you any of my rings or necklaces to shoe. If something... If something unfortunate happens, well, they'd be stupid to let these tapes survive. Maybe they'd give them to the next archivist. Let you try and pick up my work where I left off. If that's the case, and you're still listening, congratulations, you're slacking. Stay out of my office. It's mine, even if I am predisposed. There's nothing of use in there for you, and I enjoy my privacy in my absence or... or my death, I suppose. I also suggest looking into the use of the scarab as a tattoo instead of a more traditional vessel. There's got to be something about that. Historically... Magically, anything. Just look into it. And be careful about it. Director, you wanted to see me? I hope I'm not causing an abundance of trouble for... This episode was written by Theo Dixon. Theo is a queer artist and horror writer, as well as an aspiring mortician and podcaster. He's always looking for new writing opportunities, projects, and art inspiration. You can find Theo on social media as at Eldritch Bones. That's Eldritch with two eyes. The voice of Lawrence Abbott was Casper Oliver, a podcaster, writer, and content creator. Casper is the creator of the horror fiction podcast Jar of Rebuke, following Dr. Jared Hell as he rediscovers his forgotten past and works for the mysterious enclosure. You can find Casper Oliver online at at Casper Oliver VO on social media or the links below. Hello from the Hallowitz is produced by William A. Woman. Hello, that's me. If you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to follow it and share it with a friend. The season one epilogue story that goes with this episode is called Packing Day and is available on the show's Patreon at patreon.com slash Because we operate without ads or sponsors, our supporters are all that keeps the show going. Plus supporters get weekly bonus stories, behind-the-scenes content, exclusive merch, and more. Merchandise and episode transcripts are available at hellofromthehallowitz.com. You can even find us on social media at at Music is used under license from artless.com. Until next time, dreamers, don't anger any public library directors, at least not if you want to be remembered by your friends.